We want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded, and this area's original name is Nam. We pay respect to them and their elders, past, present and emerging. Oh, it's a little podcast, babe. I have just started listening to music. <laughs> hand a fluffer, like it's very specific. There's no reason you can't have a cult focused on garlic bread. Oh, with the boys. With, 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 you ate it. It tasted like you were eating poison. <laughs> You're right there, darling. First of all, that's not standard issue. Astronaut wear. <laughs> yeah, other people. I know what other people are, Annie. Oh, my God. Tuck it into your waistband. It can sometimes be seen at the top of the waistband being like... You would be the most annoying ghost. You know what? I'd like to be better at bringing my cat into work in a sneaky way. Chicken, where do you get your protein from? I don't even know why I call you my best friend. (laughs) So, are we doing the professional intro? We're doing the professional intro. Okay, so, uh, hello, fellow listeners of podcast that is called We Want to Be Better. My name is Bianca Ismailovsky and this uh, is my co-host, Annie, Annie Nolan. Nolan. And that's yeah. Annie's voice. Wait, this is my voice, and Annie this is, Nolan. This yeah. is my voice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the blonde, she's the blackhead one. If you can't match faces on, in, yeah, on yeah. Instagram, whatever it is, that's how it works. There you go, that's who we oh, are. And our podcast is about being better. <laughs> oh, we're not good at this. We will, I promise... Get better at that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we probably won't. You know, we it don't. is so low on my priority list yeah. right now. We've got other things <laughs> that we've got to be better at. Podcast intros aren't one. But, you know, like generally, this is an upskilling podcast. We want to be better at things and we try and endeavor to be better at mm-hmm. them. I mean, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. We are very changed people, though. Mm-hmm. Since we started this podcast, Big we time. are very different people. Miles apart from who we were when we first started. Yeah. But the only thing that stayed consistent is our friendship and our lack of professionalism. So, and, and that's something that I personally am very proud of. And my last name. Oh, yeah, and your last name. Mm. Whereas my last name has changed recently. Yeah. I've returned to my maiden name. Yeah. So today's episode is about identity. Yeah. I got really excited when I, we thought, you know, let's do an episode about identity because I thought I really liked that movie. Uh, it's Really good. John Cusack gives an outstanding performance. Um, I could go all day about the movie identity, but we're actually talking about ourselves and our yes. identity. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, there's a, a couple of things that we're going to chat through on this episode. I think that a lot of people are probably having an identity crisis at the moment, though, because I think that with COVID-19, a lot of people have put their identity into what they do for a living. And a lot of those people have had to stop what they're doing. And they've sort of been lost from that, yeah. you know? So I think that identity can... <laughs> and also you're spending a lot of time with yourself. Yeah, and you're analysing yourself yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So I think that, you know, although we might not feel that way because we've been able to mostly keep doing what we do, I think that there are going to be a lot of people that mm. may come to us about their identity crises. Crises. Yes. Crises. I, yeah, I've definitely, I've gone into uh, the year 2020 uh, and come out halfway through completely different. Like, uh, going into isolation, I've not, we're not even out yet, but already I've changed. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. I'm like a cocooned caterpillar yeah. emerging as 
somewhat beautiful butterfly? A moth. Okay. <laughs> um, That's offensive, but yeah. I know that you hate moths. So yeah. I just thought. Yeah. I think that my identity crisis mm-hmm. happened probably two years ago. Right. Okay. And so I feel like coming into isolation hasn't been as hard for me as it has been for a lot of other people. Even my husband has found this really hard because he obviously retired from football last year and he's been job searching and he's had to transition from like being a footballer and quite well known from that to then, you know, everything that it's like, it's so hard to find a job, Mm. let alone feel like you have Mm. to completely reshape. And, you know, it's not just changing a job for him. It's going from a totally different industry. You know, some people might work in hospitality and they go from one cafe to a different restaurant or something. Like he's had to completely change everything that he did for 11 years. So and it's such a big deal, that sport. Yeah. You know, being going from AFL star to... Yeah. Question Absolutely. mark. Like, you know, yeah. just like human male. Um, well, even yeah. um, with COVID-19, it has been teacher like having to teach his kids you have to really <laughs> suck up your humility and I, um, yeah I I would never tell you how to homeschool your children and I would never tell you how to teach your kids or parent them but I do have one lesson you might want to give them which is how to play uno because I was just playing uno with them and halfway through the game they said let's make it whoever has the most cards at the end wins so I got rid of my cards so quickly that I lost the game and I'm, yeah, I've never, I've never understood how to play Uno the opposite way. So that's my only, look, you raise your kids how you want, but. I just, we're following curriculum (laughs) guidelines at this point. I really don't have it in me to be planning all lessons. It's been announced, obviously, that our kids will be going back in stages. So they'll be going back to school, the girls in two weeks and Maliki in four. Yeah. And I think we're going to do a drive-by and throw them out the window. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I I don't even think we're going to stop the car. (laughs) Usually, I mean, usually we even walk them to school. I don't think so. I think that we will be moving as fast as we can to throw them towards the school. So I I can imagine because I remember seeing something where they said students will come on a designated day. And I thought, how many parents are just going to drop all their kids off on the one day? And the teacher will say, weren't they here yesterday? They're like, no, you're confused. This is definitely their day. (laughs) You can't send them home now. Got to go. Yeah. I might enroll them in two separate schools so I can alternate the day. That's actually a really good idea. (laughs) Anyway, I think that we should get straight to the point of today's episode. Yes. And that's the biggest identity, I don't know. Marker? Marker, yeah. This week that has happened. Yeah. And that is surrounding you returning to your Mm. maiden name. Getting back to my roots. Yes, I've gone back to my maiden name, which is something that I thought of doing for a while, but I've made the change and I feel great. I feel like I'm back to myself now. Can you run through why you have returned or like what's going on? Well, uh, because we all know that if you do something like that, so many people will be like, oh, What's happened between you and Palmer? Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Because that's one of the reasons why I kind of held off on doing it. Yeah. I mean, as I said in our episode last week, I hate marriage. So, <laughs> and that's very accurate still. I think I've learnt through this entire coronavirus that my perception of what I assumed marriage would be 
is completely different to what it is and also what I want it to be for myself. And I really don't want any part of being uh, in like a in like a thing. I don't want I don't want to be identified as a wife at all. I mean, I would get divorced, so I'm no longer married, but I do still love Palmer. Like you're not just going to get a divorce because you're like, well, the institution of marriage is annoying, right? Like you have to go through a lot of steps in order to get a divorce. But as far as being a married person now, I'm kind of like, yeah, I would. It's not for you. It's not for me, right? But like too late, you did it. So yeah, as as far as. And, like- and it's really not talked about enough because, yeah, like you were saying, I bet that there are lots of people that probably feel the way that you feel. Mm. But even talking about it, like straight away people are going to go, oh, well, you obviously don't love each other. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, Palmer and I have not, I'm not going to put uh, rose-coloured glasses on it or I'm not going to get super personal, but no, we've not done great during this entire coronavirus thing. But, um, you know, I've, we, I, I, <laughs> I would say that we are, both on the same page at the moment as to, yeah, marriage was kind of a mistake. Like we were talking about it the other day and we were just laughing, being like, what the fuck were we doing and what were we thinking? Like you can't go back and tell us that now. Like we absolutely probably would not get married again. Like if we had our lives over again, we wouldn't do it. But you can't learn that lesson until you've done it and that's totally fine. I don't have regrets in marrying him. It's just sort of something that – I always would have thought I'd needed to do in order to show him that I love him. But I'm like, I really wish that I hadn't done that, but I'd had to go through it to learn that mistake. But yeah, I've like completely done a 180 on my identity on, you know, my life as a married woman. And just, I guess my relationship with my husband in general has definitely changed through all of this. And I'm really grateful for it. I'm actually really grateful that we have gone through this because I don't want, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do, I definitely feel like I changed my name for, you know, whatever reasons I did and we'll get into that. But changing my name back, I it feels like I'm myself again. I don't know how, it seems like such a foolish thing. Like it's just a name, right? Like what's in a name? You're still your, your own self. But it feels like I was just putting my own self on hold for a few years there. That really does feel weird to me. And when I said to Palmer, oh, you know, want to change my name back he pulled this face that was the most like you go girl face I've ever seen and like that just came naturally to him because he was like I can't believe you ever did in the first place he's like you're not he's like you you shouldn't have done it in the first place like it's up to up to you totally he's like but I would prefer it if you had your your name back like that yeah that makes he's like Thompson never suited you to begin with like you should be yourself I mean I did say that I don't want to Mm. I mean, I did. <laughs> yeah, no, but, and totally. it's really, and it's like I think that I felt like the last name debate yes. is so sensitive, <sighs> it right? Is. It is weirdly, even though lots of say women claim that it is just a name or whatever, it is such a touchy subject to talk about or to even ask your friends why they did it or to critique it or question it or mm. talk. Anything surrounding it because immediately I think the people that do actually change their name feel like it's a very personal attack because mm-hmm. I suppose it is like we're talking about your identity or you're changing identity but also that they're 
feminism is being questioned. And then as someone that I think the, I think for me I it's not I, and I like I don't, I still don't even know how to say it properly, but I think for me when you changed your name, I I thought I I thought I knew you. Is mm. that does that make sense? Like I thought pretty much you and I have very very similar beliefs on everything and you know, we try and act devil's advocate sometimes yeah. on this podcast to show some balance and some nuance to some conversation. But generally speaking, we're like very, very like-minded. And when you changed your name and I, I don't know, I just, I think that I was so, I was, I was really shocked by that, but I never really knew how I could talk to you about it because I knew that whenever you talk to any of your friends about changing their name, they see it as like, I'm asking like why you've traded, mm, like you're a trader yeah. or something. Mm. Yeah, and like sort of making you out to be a chump. Yeah, in a way to be like, oh, you've bought into the that patriarchy. You're a pa- yeah, exactly. You've sold away. Who you're you a are. patriarchy yeah. sympathizer yeah, or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and that's that's. It is a like, touchy subject. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like I even it's funny because one of my friends changed her name, and I like judged her. And then I was like, wait, I've done the same thing. Like I was like, oh, you know, if I could, I think more so because I was like, I wouldn't have changed it now. So I see it through the eyes of like, don't do that. Don't do it. Right. But I've already done it and I totally bought into the same thing that you did anyway. So I totally get it. But yeah, I mean, the reason that I changed my name originally, and this is from my entire life, um, I just was so different and I didn't want to be so like Ismailovsky is not super difficult name it's not difficult at all it's spelt phonetically exactly like (laughs) you look at it and if people just gave it like a fucking second they'd be like oh I can totally see how to say that but my entire life people would just like you know when they're doing the school role or I'm getting a certificate for something they'll say oh don't know how to pronounce this one. I'm not even going to try. And like everyone would like laugh and stuff. And like, and I don't think it's anything malicious, but when you are on the outside and you are just like, it actually would just be easier. And I'm from a child, like as a kid, I would say, oh, you know, when I grow up, I just want to marry someone like a Smith or a Brown. Like that's all I wanted because I was like, it's just going to be easier. And as a child, I like made sure my signature was just my first name. So that when I got married and could change my name, I wouldn't have to change my signature. Like it was so on my mind that that was going to be it. Mm. When I found out that Palmer's surname was Thompson, I was like, fuck yeah, give me an easy name. Because it's so, yeah, like there is so much of my life that I did try to, I guess, westernize. Like I used yeah. to say my name is Bianca. And even when I first met you and we were doing radio school, I said, well, is it just easier if I say Bianca because people really struggle saying Bianca? Even though I don't want to make that change, I don't want to be known as Bianca. I want to be known as Bianca because that's my name. It's just sort of I'll go the easy route because it makes it easier for other people and then I don't seem so different. Mm. But what I didn't realise is that in giving up and in giving up my name and settling for an easier name because it was just easier, like on the fucking phone, the amount of times that I have to spell my name out phonetically, like I for India, S for Sierra, M for Mike. Even when I do it, I'd get paperwork back that would be misspelled because it's almost like people just don't give a shit. They're like, yeah. your name's too hard. You're difficult. 
You're whatever. A you're a foreigner. I don't care. Assimilate already. Yeah, like, and your name brings up people. You say your name, and people feel that they have a a right to ask you about Where your fucking you lineage. Like, li- yeah. like, I just was like, it would just be so much easier. No one fucking questions Thompson. The only difficult thing I get is, is that with a P or not? And so it was just like, oh, that would be really nice. But having the easy name meant, and I didn't learn this until recently, but like giving up my own identity and who I am is the price that I paid to get that easy name. And I realized it absolutely was not fucking worth it and I'm really glad to be back on the Ismailovsky side but yeah like it was it wasn't so much that I like I did buy into the whole give up your name thing definitely but it was something that I'd wanted to do my whole life it was like I want that because I don't want to have this name anymore yeah I will never be able to understand what it's like to go through that and so many people with like, for example, I went to school with a lot of Chinese people mm. and a lot of Chinese people, when they come here, they choose a Western name. They don't use their Chinese name at all. Yeah. So that was really, really common. And that's, you know, I'm I'm not going to pretend that I understand what it's like to feel like you have to assimilate or anything like that. I think the thing, though, for me is that I find it so interesting that, well, it, the argument of is it easier to I understand that it's easier that you've got an easier name to say but it's certainly not easy to change your name so it's like you've got to change it on your driver's license like watching you go through changing it back is like such a big deal to change your name is like not not something that all of a sudden you just change your Facebook status like it actually you have a big process the worst part is changing your email because you can't change your gmail name Right. You actually have to create a whole new, whole account. new account. So yeah. that is actually the worst part. License, yeah. not a problem. Everything else, not a problem. Yeah. Fucking email is a nightmare. Yeah. And uh, also a question then. So the men that say have the last name is Malofsky, mm. when they marry a woman, are they changing their name to the Western name or whatever because it's easier? The reality is it's not. So even though, of course, you have very good reasons and like your own personal reasons why you did change it in the first place. I just don't understand as a societal point of view, certainly not as a personal point of view, uh, but like as a societal point of view, if the argument was it's just easier, like I have a, a complicated last name, I want something easier, then why are we seeing so many women use that as the reasoning, but then not men? Like, mm. sorry, and I'm also heteronormative speaking, but like why... Why then? So, for example, your brother, mm-hmm. when he marries a woman, let's that you are assuming he will, <laughs> and like I don't think there is any yeah. woman on earth desperate enough. But <laughs> but just hypothetically, hypothetically, yes. Do you think for one second yeah. he will contemplate changing his last name? No, no, of course not. Yeah, no. So I find that really interesting, mm. and I also find it interesting how you know a lot of, especially say with your brother very sort of patriarchal Croatian influences, let's say, uh, you know, like you've talked about on the podcast many a time about the responsibility that you had in the family versus like your brother and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he would be <laughs> yeah. very, very close to his name probably because yeah. he's the son. And Yeah, you know. which is another thing. He is not going to be the one to carry that name on, okay? <laughs> like I'm doing it for our name as well because yeah. – what he's probably not going to procreate, is that what you're saying? No, oh. as in 
that name deserves more yeah. than what okay, he's right. going to do for it. But, but yeah, isn't it interesting that so it's often the men that end up keeping that name, and then when we look into our lineage, we often end up only caring about the people say in our family tree that have our last name. Mm. So mm-hmm. for me, I know so much about the name Nolan. I know, I know our my very first ancestors where they're buried. And everything when they came out from Ireland like seven generations ago. Couldn't tell you. My my mum, it ends at my great-grandmother because I just don't know. I, it, I mean, she wasn't an orphanage, but it just – how no is it yeah. that women's history isn't cared about? And, it's, and it comes down like, you know, there are lots of people that say it's just a name. It's just a name. Fine. If it's just a name, then why are the fucking men not changing their name? If it is just a name – then why are we meant to feel that we're meant to change? Why are we only caring about the men's history? When uh, and men- if, Yeah, but if it is just a name, then why take it at all? Yeah. So don't worry about it yeah. then. I or- think it comes down to that, that sort of like nuclear family of like we've all got the same name and we're all like a traditional family, mm. I guess. Like, an, And I guess some people do want that. But at the same time, it's like you, you are – yeah, it's it's always him, his name. Yeah, I mean, you can make your own name, can't you? You can like you can do whatever you want, but yeah, to actually change a name. So, say you both decide we're going to change our name because my my friend actually did. What they were getting married, and she said, "I don't like their their family. His family didn't want anything to do with her," and she said. I do want the same surname for you. I want our kids to have the same last name, but I am not taking your name. And he said, well, I also don't want that name because he's like, I don't want to be a part of a family that doesn't love and want you. So they made their own name and they both decided a name and went with that and created their own thing. Because I do understand the wanting of everyone having the same name. I can understand that, that make you feel more like a family, I suppose. I can understand that. But yeah, if if one person's making the change, then like both of you can. I yeah, guess. I I mean that's like really remarkable and very very rare that people will do that. Like that's that. I mean that's really great that they came to that conclusion. I think that I've given this so much thought because as we'll go into in a minute, I have my own name regrets. But I feel like we've got like some. Us women in heteronormative relationships have some sort of <laughs> Stockholm syndrome or something where we're meant to, we're made to feel grateful that when our partner gives us the choice, like, I don't really care, you can keep your name or whatever, we're meant to feel grateful, right? Yeah. We're meant to, like, oh wow, what a remarkable man. But you know, very well, like as much as I love Liam, there was not even 0.2 of a second where he ever thought about changing his name. Not blending his name, not changing his name to my last name. No, he never gave that thought and I love him, but that's never mm. that never would have been contemplated at all. And I know that lots of people are like, oh, isn't that lovely? Like he let you, what the hell? He let me keep my name. That is so weird. Like I've had so many trolls come at me because Liam, obviously with football, last names is such a big, big thing. It really shows where the lineage is in the footy. 
so Liam's dad played and he was they would commentate and say picking and then Liam would come out and they would say mm. picking and obviously when I had children I felt the pressure that you know I've I was also 21 but you know picking I then you know married him after having kids and I didn't change my name because I felt very strong like I I definitely felt it was part of my identity my last name Nolan and I got like trolled after my wedding that I didn't change my name, that I was not respectful, that I didn't care about his footy and stuff. It's so, it's what? so, yeah, it's so bizarre that, uh, you know, that I'm an uppity bitch because I didn't ever contemplate changing my name because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I should have changed my name because he's the superstar. And also there is this sort of thing. if you One, if you don't change your name, then you're an aggressive feminist. But also mm. if you don't change your name, then he's whipped or something. Like he's, yeah, you know, like you've got him under the thumb or something. Like he's not a real man for making you take his name. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Like there's like this real you're thing. You're a feminist. So, yeah, like if you do it or you don't do it, there's so many different fucking implications around and it this is on where, both sides. Exactly. So if you do change your name, then you'll feel the judgment like, oh, I, I am a patriarchy sympathizer. Yeah. And then if you don't change it, then you're a feminazi. Like women are constantly fucking judged and I can completely understand that. It's bullshit. We really don't have a good option. And it look, ultimately my feminism's main agenda is definitely choice. However, like I do with names, I do think sometimes it's like a choice to wear Spanx, right? Mm-hmm. Are you wearing the Spanx because you want to wear the Spanx or are you wearing the Spanx because society has normalised and influenced you? Or is it a combination of the both? That's also me who has worn Spanx, by the way. I can't because they – I'm look, Spanx, I'm sure they're great, but they don't fit the butt do you not find that it just digs into I your have butt no and then butt. you they get, give me a butt? Like and that's I why get I this them. real line. Like if it was like a g-string Spanx, then maybe I could wear it. But I just, <laughs> I don't know how anyone wears them. There is a part of it that's smoothie, yeah, but then it really digs into the other bits of your skin. Like I need it to be a full body suit. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I can't. There's yep. no, I don't know where everything is meant to go. <laughs> yeah. So I don't wear them and it's not because of society, it's because of comfort. That's the only reason. But yeah, I don't judge people for wearing them. Go for it. Yeah. But I totally get what you mean. Yeah. Are you doing it because you want to? But it's hard, isn't it? Because you think about that with everything. Do you wear makeup because you want to or do you wear makeup because society has told you that you look better with it and it means you're making an effort? Like it's so hard to... Yeah. And I do wear makeup because I want to, but then I'm like, but well, but what's the, like, what is it? Is it because I've been programmed to want to? Like, what is it? You know? Yeah, exactly. And with self-isolating, I realised, oh, I don't want to as much as I actually did. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really put on makeup that much at all when I'm by myself. I'm, yeah. you know, but then do I want, oh, yeah, it's so complicated. I think the other thing that we need to address is how hard it is when you grow up and your views change, um, mm-hmm. how hard it is to realise that your views have changed and own it. Mm-hmm. So I will talk about my name crisis and identity now, and that is that my children all talk their father's name. Yeah. And I didn't get a look in. I I, <laughs> I mean, I, I got to 
name them their names. Um, well, we both did. And I really thought that the bargaining chip was like that Maliki had my brother's name, right? It's so ridiculous now. I look back and I think that if I had had children at 31, being my first child at 31, there's no way that their last name would just be Pickin. I had children at 21 and, you know, all of them by 23. But mainly it's whenever you have your first one, whatever you do with your first one, you can't really change it by the time. Like I knew that my views were changing in between Maliki and the girls, but I thought how can I do anything about it now because the girls are – They'll they'll want their brother's last name more than they care about what their parents are, right? Yeah. Like you've got to kind of do it if you do it for one, one you've got to do it for exactly. all. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I did toy with the idea that, okay, well, the son can have his father's name and the girls can have their mother's name, but that's just putting more gender norms on it. It's like, well, mate, you've got to grow up to be like your father. Yeah. And girls, you're girls, so you're like your mother. Like bullshit gender stuff within that. Mm-hmm. So that was never going to happen. But I've actually – completely changed my views on children and their last names and I've even asked my children if they wanted to change their names and they actually all said yes they want a hyphenated last name I said even we could all change our last names I didn't mind but they all said that they did want to but I uh, you know you're talking about your identity I think that they don't really understand the significance that they are attached to that identity and I'm going to leave that for them when they're 18 even though they're saying they do want to change their last name, Maliki is nine years old. He has been called Maliki Pickin for his whole of his life and I think that he doesn't really understand the impact that that would have if it changed now. That said, like, when he is 18 and he wants to, like, he can do whatever he wants. wants And I would fully be in support of that. My views have completely changed on if I had a baby now. I think that I wouldn't give it the father's last name at all. And I know that's really controversial. I don't know what the fairest outcome is. I know that some people think like combining names, hyphenating names, and then they're like, oh, but what happens when they marry and then they hyphenate? I don't, I don't know the solution, but yeah, I think that- that's the thing. That's the, the question, isn't it? Like this is sort of the first generation of hyphenated names. So we don't know what the outcome would be really when mm. hyphenators meet other hyphenators and decide that they want to procreate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But I think, and I know this is really controversial of me, and maybe I am a feminazi, but I think that just purely because of statistics, I think that we should be making it more normal to take the mother's name than the father's name. And again, this is very heteronormative speaking, but in this country, Australia, the women are still overwhelmingly the parents that will have full custody or primary custody of the child if the relationship does not work out. So single parent families account for approximately 20% of the population and only 2% of that are single fathers. And I know I can hear, I can hear the men's rights people saying that's because the judicial system isn't fair and, Mm. you know, they always give them to the women and stuff. All right. But also mothers in heterosexual relationships are proven scientifically to still be doing the majority and unfair amount of the domestic and child rearing, you know, like domestic work and child Mm -hmm. rearing, whether or not they're employed. It doesn't matter. They're still doing the majority of it. Yep. And I hate to go down this path, but the parents that are also fleeing domestically violent relationships with children are overwhelmingly women. So there are a lot of circumstances 
where, say, relationships don't work out and mothers have children with their father's last names, despite families being broken or whatever, but despite women still putting in the majority of the work in child rearing. I don't understand then why that mother gets no say in that child's identity. And, I mean, of course, I, I mean, I know, again, people say it's just a name and, of course, they have influence in who that child is and their identity. But when it comes down to names, if everyone's saying that it's insignificant and stuff, well, why are we not just giving them the, their mother's name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I even when I was like, I'm going to change my name, I was like, I actually would prefer to have my mother's maiden name than my dad's. And that's no disrespect to my dad, but it's sort of like, even if I go back to my old name or if I was to keep Palmer's name, it's still a fucking man's name. Like I'm, I'm getting yeah. that name that's been given to me by a man in my life mm. and that's still pretty shit, right? Like, yeah. like either way I feel like that name has been thrusted upon me based on men. Yeah. But the thing is if we do want these changes and not having the situation where we're picking between do we want our father's name or do we mm. want our husband's name, again, heteronormative, but, you know, like if we're not – if we're not in the position to have that, we have to break it at some point. And that would be, hypothetically, if my kids had had my last name of Nolan and say Cheska went off and married, well, probably more likely Delphi. Um, <laughs> if Delphi went off and married a man and she chose to keep her name, she's choosing between her mother's last name and her husband's. And I, again, I don't actually know what the solution is, but I yeah. think that we... The norm that the default is change your last name to be like a man or inherit your, your father's name. Yeah. I think that unfortunately it does have more of an effect on women than they would like to admit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I oh. think that men would never, ever, like they, as great as a very small percentage are, um, I mean, that sounds awful. Sorry. His greatest <laughs> As- a big percentage are, but a small percentage are changing. Like yeah. even the most beautiful people, even my husband, I love him dearly. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way he ever thought of changing his name. No. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it does, it, do, it definitely does have an effect on you. I mean, there was a time recently where I wasn't sure that my marriage was going to progress any further and the first thing I thought was well obviously I'm going to change my name back and that's what sort of angered me was that it's like being married to Palmer and having his name sort of makes me not his property but it's like when you're with him you are named the same as him like it sort of became this thing that like my identity is being his wife. Whereas now it's like, yeah, I'm your wife, but sort of like by choice and you don't have that big of a deal in my life, which is quite reflective of how my life is right now. As in, I really do love you and I do want to be with you, but I don't want to be like this part of who you are. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be here and I don't exist to be sort of a part of who you are. You be yourself and I'll be myself and it's great that we choose to be together on our own accord but, like, by no fucking means are you going to own any part of who I am. And that is, like, sort of what made me be, just be like, fuck it, I'm changing it. 
And I even said to Palmer, you know, people are going to start thinking that we're divorcing or something because you don't usually change your name just because, you know, everything's hunky-dory. And he was like, well, fucking, like, let him. Like, who cares? He's like, at the end of the day, you should be your own self and I totally want you to do that and I want you to be who you are. Who cares what other people think? And I was like, yeah, no fucking worries. Like, I am absolutely changing it back and I feel much better for it. Because I really started to resent him, actually. I started to look at him like he had – like he owned me in a way. That's how it felt. And it felt like he pushed this on me, even though I know he fucking didn't. And if at the time I had said to him, I'm not taking your name, he never would have batted an eyelid. He would have been like, that's totally fine. I don't expect you to anyway. But it was my choice to make to, to take his name. And I started really fucking resenting him for it and being like, fuck you. You think you own me. I'm not who I used to be. I've changed everything about myself. I changed my fucking name. I've gone through all of this hell. It wasn't his fault, right? Like mm. it was not his decision. It was my decision. And so now that I've taken my name back, there's like this shift of power almost in our relationship where I literally feel like my own person. Because I don't, I'm not like I love him and his family is great and all, but I don't want to be like a part of your fucking family. <laughs> like I have my own <laughs> family, and also my dad is like I'm really proud to have his name. You know, like I like the history of you know. Well, I don't. I would like to just point put on record that above my dad, I do not know where the name comes from. Like I don't even know my granddad in Croatia, really. I wouldn't be able to tell you his name. So I just wanted you to know I'm not like like looking at the family tree being like, fuck yeah. I have no fucking clue. But who my dad was, I'm so glad to have his name. I think I was just so much of my life, I really did want to just sort of like fit in into Australia the way that everyone else sort of did. And it was, and that is like what my downfall is, but it's taken me to this time in my life to realise that like, no, I am a proud Croatian woman. I don't mind being wog. I don't mind being different. I don't mind being other. Like it's totally fine. And, you know, I just because I have a different and a hard surname, which I don't, it's very easy, but, you know, it just because it's different doesn't mean that I have some sort of like special skill that means I understand other people's fucking names. Like I totally get that I'm not always going to be able to pronounce people's names, but I try to do it in a respectful way. I actually don't care anymore if someone says something about my name like I I wouldn't care like before I used to be like oh fucking hell you know but now I actually don't mind like I don't care if you can't pronounce it like that's on you because it's actually really easy yeah it's not hard to be respectful of other people and it actually is kind of like an easy marker of someone being microaggressively racist yeah exactly (laughs) and also if if people like you continue to change their names the issue of like racism and microaggression shouldn't the owner shouldn't be put on you no. or other or people that have yes. different names. However, I think that if you if everyone just keeps changing their name, then all these fucking racists aren't forced to try. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you, they're constantly like, all right, you know, like Lee Chung is too hard. I'm gonna be Sandy. Like mm-hmm. I, if, when when are the people that do have issues with racism and microaggression ever going to be forced? Yeah, why like, am fucking I fucking take the power back? Yeah, why am I changing things for myself to make 
a racist person's life easier. That makes no sense. Yeah. Not my fucking problem. Your problem. Like, and even this is so fucked up is that like even on Sunday when I told Palmer, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to change my name back. Part of me was like, oh, well, do I just keep Thompson as like my stage name because it is easier? Like still, I'm still having those thoughts, but I'm just like, actually, I actually don't care. My name is Bianca Ismolovsky and that's what it is. And it's not difficult and whatever. But as Palmer said, Palmer was like, you are a superstar. Your dad was a superstar. <laughs> yeah. You should have the name of a superstar. He's like, don't <laughs> yeah. be a fucking Thompson. I was like, yeah, gross. I can't believe I ever. <laughs> no offense to the Thompsons. Like, no there. offense. Like, she obviously loved it at some stage. <laughs> and there was a time where it was very appealing to me. But no, I, I actually like cringe now when I actually see Bianca Thompson and it feels like, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like there was this girl, Bianca Rizmolovsky. She was amazing. Had a drinking problem, but whatever. But she, <laughs> that, that girl, that girl literally was gone. And I know that that seems so fucking weird because you do think like, no, I'm still the same person. But now that I'm back to being Bianca Krismolovsky, like I am back to that girl. Like I didn't realize that that girl was gone. And she's back now, but she absolutely did go because I changed my actual fucking identity. Like I don't even know how to describe that, but mm. I just looked at Palmer and I was like, you're great and all, but you're not worth me giving up my name. You're not worth that. Sorry. <laughs> and that's, yeah, like I've definitely changed my views on a lot of things. But, yeah, I'm just I'm glad to be back. I can relate somewhat even though I never changed my name. I think I will forever be Liam's wag. Yeah. And I – Just the other day. Like literally yesterday, <laughs> the Herald yeah, Sun wrote – an article that has absolutely nothing to do with Liam and Liam is a retired footballer. Like he's not even anywhere mm. near it. Mm-hmm. But it was about a sign that I put up trying to advertise that my dog is missing and I bought a billboard. <laughs> and they wrote an article about it in the Herald Sun and the title said Bulldog Wag. Like not my actual name, mm-hmm. not even the identity oh. that I have forged like through blogging or stage name like you were saying like not an uncanny annie yeah nothing like that Mm -mm. it was i'm still liam's wag not even like respectfully his wife like we know that wag comes with a like it's a clickbait thing it's people want to fucking hate a wag Mm -hmm. so i will i feel like i will never ever be able to let that go i will but no one else will but also what is fucking annoying about the wag thing is that no matter And I don't agree with this, okay, but no matter how much success you make on your own and no matter what you do for yourself, it's always going to be, well, she got got that because... She rode off her husband's coattails. Yeah. Have you fucking met the man? He's a mute. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, he he is riding on New York coattails, let me tell you. And also, he, not to be fucking awful, but he got good at football after I fucking started all my shit. Like, <laughs> he won the grand final in 2016. I'd already started. Yeah. Like, we'd already started this podcast. Like, it's everything. Yeah. Everything. It was all done. So, it, it, it's just so disheartening because, again, the fucking patriarchy determines who I am as a person, mm-hmm. not how I feel. And it's so upsetting. Even, like, my biggest identity crisis, other than the fact that I immediately became a wag when I – got with Liam, 
was when the twins went to school. And that was because I had given up who I was as a person to raise those kids. And then all of a sudden, like one day I'm looking after them and then the next day they're in school and I'm just sitting at home. It was so overwhelming. I actually um, went to see a doctor. That was when I was like taking charge of my mental health and everything. And I actually wrote this down. It's paraphrasing what the doctor said because I don't think it's talked about enough. So the doctor said, this makes a lot of sense. I see so many primary carers, mostly mothers, when their kids are at this age. Postnatal depression has thankfully become more well-known, but this period of parenthood still doesn't get recognised enough. Raising babies and young children is wonderful, but extremely challenging and mostly selfless. I think lots of mothers feel an identity crisis when they come out of the other side with children that are more independent and the mothers aren't needed in the way that they used to be. So I know that for women, when they have a baby, you will find so many of them will have an identity crisis. Like identity changes. The minute that you have a kid, it changes. And that's a really big thing. There is certainly a lot of, like she was saying here, information about postnatal depression. And postnatal depression isn't just totally wrapped up in identity, but that definitely is a part of it. However, I think that I I see I didn't have any postnatal depression. I was totally fine. I even though I was really young, I was completely fine. I did give up everything I wanted to do though to raise the kids and at the time that was really good. That was fine. But then the minute they went off and I had to sit with myself and look at myself and finally make a decision about where I wanted my life to go because I'm not just like this person that was existing for my children anymore because that's what I was. For for many, many years I existed to feed and look after and honestly even my body, like just being a vessel to give them life and whatever it is, like completely selflessly And then the minute they went off and I went, oh, oh, I can actually do something for myself. I didn't even know who I was anymore. Mm. I thought, I yeah, I I really fell into a state of depression. It was awful. And I think that a lot of women immediately feel like, uh, like for me, I had twins and it wasn't very beneficial for me to keep working or try to work or try to study or anything because it was just financially – and I mean, it should, I know the argument should be, well, it shouldn't matter about finance. Like your identity is more important, blah, 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 blah. But just like I was young and everything and like financially it just didn't really seem worth it. And I also just really loved my kids. I just really did want to be with them. I was very aware that like they do grow up so fast and I wanted to spend that time with them. But <laughs> the minute that they went, I felt so much pressure to immediately join the workforce. Because, like, what are you doing sitting at home all day? Well, fuck me. I'm not qualified at anything. I've given up everything to raise these kids. And now, all of a sudden, I have this pressure to go off and join the workforce or immediately be successful or get an education. And I didn't even know what I wanted to do because I would actually never stopped and reflected about my own identity. Mm. Mm. So, for so long, I was Liam's wag and the kid's bar. Yeah. Even though I kept my last name. Isn't it interesting how 
it has affected us both so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. I mean, I don't have children, obviously, but just marriage in itself has, yeah, definitely taken a part of who I am from me, I think. But I'm getting it back. And I'm very happy uh, that I'm with Palmer. I am really happy that I'm with Palmer. But um, marriage in itself was just this big thing of I am a I'm a wife now and I've made a life commitment and I've changed my name and I really felt put into a box of this is what it is for you for life now. And now that I've changed my name back and, you know, Palmer and I have talked that we're kind of – totally okay just being together there's no mention of forever and I feel so fucking relieved to be in that position now because as much as I do love him I don't want to feel like I owe him anything or that I'm always going to be identified as Palmer's wife or stuck in a box of being a married woman not even that I want to to leave and, you know, be single or anything, but there is this part of you that you do give up in, in, in independence or in identity. I'm not really sure how to explain it, but there's a part of you that is locked away for this commitment. And also watching both of our mothers, mm. like, you know, in the last, well, in the last year. Yeah. We're... Sort of like foreshadowing in a way, isn't it? I mean, not that anything is like wrong and like obviously, I mean, I am personally not changing anything, but watching them grapple with their own identity. Mm -hmm. My mum's less so about her name and more so with who she is out of a relationship. She's found that incredibly difficult. And then your mum actually changing her name. She, She did change her name back to the name she had several names ago or whatever, a very original one. And having their insight on that has been really interesting. Oh, my God. I am so grateful for my mother who, you know, has gone through two divorces now, both two very different divorces as well and both for very two different reasons. And hearing her talk about, you know, taking her name back and how much she feels like herself again and actually seeing the change in her because she is miles apart from who she used to be before she got divorced the second time around, really was sort of like that hit of girl power of me being like, fuck yeah, I want that too. My mum never said to me, don't get married. I could tell she wasn't super keen on it just from her attitude. But <laughs> I, I, mean, like, I, got, I got it. I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. You're not happy about it, but whatever. But like, she's always been supportive, but hearing the way that she, like, I'm actually so grateful to have a mother that's like been through two divorces and two divorces that I, again, like so different, but having her lived experience to learn from has just made it so much fucking easier for me uh, to get my own grasp on what I actually do think about marriage and what I actually do think about my own life and about my decision to be with Palmer uh, has made it so much easier. Like I'm so grateful for my mother in so many fucking ways, like just massive props to her and I'm so happy for her to be, you know, who she is now and she's been through hell and back. But, yeah, Yeah. she's really great to learn from her. 
Yeah. Same can be said about my mum. I love you if you're listening, mum. There is so much to learn about from your mum. <laughs> well, yeah, there is. I think that we will end on the note that, you know, when it comes to marriage and all of these things, mm. uh, back way back when everyone enters into these things never thinking that they're going to have – they're never going to – like you don't get married thinking you're going to get divorced or you don't get married thinking, mm. you know, you, you don't give those things thought. No, at the time. At the time you think it's all fine. I kind of did maybe think that Palmer and I would get divorced, but that's <laughs> – like I did. No, I mean I, I, it's hard because all I'd really seen – I ah. Oh, I know it sounds so stupid, but I I kind of was like, this will be okay for, say, 20 years. Like, I didn't go into it thinking I was going to end up dying with Palmer. I didn't. I didn't. But I thought, you know, long term, really long time I see that. Yeah. Mm. I did kind of think that I would end up getting divorced at some point. Wow. I did. Yeah. But that's just because I grew, I am a child of divorce. So I just thought, and he's also a child of divorce. And I think like I, I was looking at marriage from like a standpoint of, if it ends in divorce, it doesn't fucking matter. Like I'm mm. not going to go into something and be like, this better fucking work. And, or else. Or yeah. else, right? Yeah. I was sort of like, yeah, this is great and I really want to do this and I do really love you. But I'm not, I'm being sort of realistic that it might end in divorce. Yeah. I think that more people need to <laughs> pause and think before they do things. And I'm not saying that, yeah. you know, you know, sometimes – just because you married and it ended or not, mm. like it, just because you married and it did end doesn't mean that it wasn't worth it. No, like, there yeah. are so many things that come to an end, and we've talked about friendships and things like that that actually serve their purpose for a period of time. However, I think when it comes to your identity, you need to really analyze what you want and and not feel obliged to do things just because that's the way that everyone has done them. Like I don't think I would ever have changed my kids' names to what they are and I think that I would have spent more time when I was raising kids like thinking about what I wanted to do later or mm-hmm. um, prioritising a little bit more time for me, you know, because women go through so many identity changes. Men often theirs is just work related is their career you know they go from career to career and their identity shifts but really like it's quite well maybe like when kids come but not quite to the extent of of women but women go through so many identity changes and they need to one probably do the thing that is right by them not not what society says but also if they do make a decision that they regret it's okay. A hundred percent. okay. Th- that's the thing. I probably was wanting to change my name back uh, but thought I've, you know, you've made your bed, you've, you're laid in it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a mistake but what can you do now? There's implications if you change your name back. It looks like your marriage is failing and all of that shit. I would just say don't give a fuck. You are absolutely allowed to change your mind. And, yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare to, you know, have to make a new email account and change your driver's license and all of that nonsense. But if it's something that you want to do, do it. Like, who, you're you're absolutely allowed to change. Yeah. And um, there is this really great website called Easy Name Change. And for $29, you know, you, you click all of the things that you need to change and they just send you the forms and it's done in five minutes. So right. that's a really great option if you're listening and you're thinking, hey, maybe I'll change my name And back. just to, for some balance. <laughs> Because I'm trying to be balanced. 
Oh, I did say at the, the very top of end, this. very end, uh, and just for some balance, it's like we've got a bowl of rice, and on the other thing, we'll put a grain of rice. Yeah, what's the grain of rice? <laughs> that maybe you know, if you do get married and you keep your name, and then down the track, it, you know, you have kids, and you do want to have the same as your kids. Whatever, you change your name then too. It's okay to change your mind. Oh my god, yeah, it's like, flip and flop. It's totally fine. Flip and just, flop. I will say, I think you've got to be very careful because Facebook. If you change your name too many times, they crack <laughs> yeah. it. So just be careful on that front. But other than that, go for it. You know, it's not it's it's not for me to say after this very no long one, podcast. Yeah, no, but no one gets to define your identity but you. Yeah, exactly. Make like every decision that you make, don't think about like don't think about us. Think about me. That's all my <laughs> advice is. Like fuck us. Just think about what you want, you know, because for too fucking long I worried about me and Palmer as one and now I'm really putting a fucking line in the sand and I'm like, no, it's me and you're over there. Two people are better than, like, two individuals that are loving is so much better than them merging into the one fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I love the Spice Girls, tonight is the night where two don't become one. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) 